1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today.
2: An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 1057 The Fan. Good protection aired out. Found him scrambling. Dropped it!
3: Joe! Joe Buck on the call, ESPN Monday Night Football. Marquez Valdez-Scantling had the game-winning touchdown literally in his hands right there at the goal line, and it just kind of bobbled and fell harmlessly to the ground in the rain. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, 26 drops on the is and that the stat we just saw, which leads the league most through 10 games in the NFL since 2017. But this is a guy, Valdez-Scantling, not to scapegoat him, even though everybody saw it on national TV last night, he would frustrate Aaron Rodgers when he was in Green Bay because mm. he'd have these moments of brilliance and then, you know, he'd have these uh, Manos Piedro's hands of stone issues. And we saw it again last night. Philly wins 21 17. Uh, the play that we remember because it was the one that could have changed the game. And I guess it did. Yeah, a minute negatively. 30 left.
2: Minute 30 left. Kansas City would have been up 24 21. I always used tell the receivers, Bob, them deep balls, put your little fingers together, man. Put those pinkies together. I mean, you got to make a basket for that ball. He, you know, went right through. So, you know, because, Bob, you know they've probably been catching a million jugs and stuff. And with a receiver, it's all about confidence. You got to – I'm sure when Odell Beckham, Bob, when the ball's coming to him, oh, that's I, – I got this. Sure. You know, because you watch when he catches it. Guys that are extremely confident, what are they? they're snatching that ball. And he's got big old mitts, too, Odell. You know, those guys, they want to go get it. A guy, you know, if you're catching it all the time in your belly, you're not as confident because you don't want to go get the go get it.
3: And the last hurrah for Kansas City last night, Justin Watson dropped one on fourth down two. A little more difficult, but still hit him in the hands
2: and ricocheted away harmlessly again. If you're the quarterback, you got to be, you know, but publicly, he's got to back him because it's all he's got. He's got to, he's got to find a way to get those guys rolling um, because those receivers are killing him. I got to be honest with you. I
3: thought Kadarius Toney was going to have kind of a welcome to the party season. He had the controversial short stint with the Giants, but it has not really worked out well for him or anyone else. Sky Moore. I mean, pick a guy. Quite frankly, they brought back Hardman.
2: Bob, if that was Tyreek Hill in the uh, that game, they win by a couple touchdowns.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, they probably have a couple more wins. Yeah. I mean, they probably no don't lose a couple of these games. But they lost last night to Philadelphia. They're off to their second consecutive 9-1 start defending NFC champions. Just tuning into the program. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Matt Canada is out as OC of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: And... I mean, that's like the worst kept secret in the world, Matt Canada. I was telling you off air, you know, if he's got young kids, I feel bad for him because when they go to school, you know, everybody's a Steeler fan in Pittsburgh and they're killing the, you know, the kid's dad, you know, your dad sucks. And, you know, he's probably hearing that a ton. So yeah, if I'm Matt Canada, take whatever years I got left, I take it. And I'm getting out of Pittsburgh.
3: Yeah, Mike Tomlin's statement, Matt Canada has been relieved of his duties as OC. I appreciate Matt's hard work and dedication, and I wish him the best moving forward in his career. Also said, as he met with the media a few minutes ago during his press conference, it's a results-based business, and they're just not putting up the results there offensively. I mean, players are starting to pop off. It's been kind of a weekly thing, and you know, it, it came to a head, I guess, Sunday with Najee Harris there.
2: Yeah, and and the thing about it is, Bob, you're sitting 6 and 4 and you got a pretty favorable schedule. And if you can score some because if you go to the playoffs, let's face it, we can't score points, we ain't going nowhere. You know, we got to we got to be able to score points and the offense looks like it's pulling teeth. You know, it looks like the, they need to play the Jets It might be th- three nothing. You know, or or oh. Bob if they played like the Iowa Hawkeyes, it'd be 3 nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh,
3: boy. Over, under, and that would be like 12. Uh, Mike Sullivan, quarterback coach, takes over as the uh, bulk of the play calling duties will go his way. We talk about continuity with the Steelers. Love them or hate them. They've had three head coaches since 1969. Yep. Chuck Noll, Bill Cowher, two Hall of Famers. Mike Tomlin definitely building a resume that puts him in Canton. First time since 1941. That organization has fired a head coach or coordinator in season. Crazy. Yeah. And by the way, they sucked for a long time until Noel took over back in the late 60s.
2: Yeah. And then they they there was a suckage period in there too, Bob, before they got Big Ben. And then once they got Big Ben, then they kind of took off again.
3: So Matt Canada out the door there with the Pittsburgh Steelers Infinity at Vidy at Haiti 1057 the fan. It is NFL lunch here on this. Turn it up Tuesday. Bringing it back to the Ravens, we were talking earlier about Adape Owe becoming a big impact in this pass rush. Ravens lead the NFL in sacks this year. John Harbaugh was asked yesterday, Ravens head coach, exactly what specific areas Owe's gotten better at this season.
4: Much better game runner, you know. All the you know, he's a better penetrator. He's a better looper in terms of timing up that. It's cleaner now than it used to be. Spin move is moved out. Not perfect, you know. A lot of times, but. Yeah. He's got four or five kind of kind of moves. I would say two or three go-to moves, and probably four or five moves overall that he uses pretty regularly. That's that's a big a big addition to what he was before. More just kind of a straight speed rusher, probably when he first got here. So uh, yeah, he's working hard on all that stuff.
2: Yeah, the spin move Harvey was talking about there. You know, like he didn't say it was perfect because I saw one time in a game, Bob, he did a spin move, and just stood in space, and the left tackle just stood there, and said, "Okay, do what you got to do." You know, he didn't he didn't even move him, didn't even threaten him. So that was probably one of the plays that Harbs was talking about. But when he does his spin move right, it's pretty damn good.
3: Yeah, that spin move in place, like the electric football we were talking about earlier with Joe in Woodbury. Hip drop tackle took out Mark Andrews Thursday night. John Harbaugh, your thoughts on this one?
4: Yeah, I kind of got in my mind a plan for that, you know, that uh, if I was king for a day, what I would do. But uh, I'm not, so, you know, no one cares. (laughs) Right now, I just think that that it's in good hands. You know the competition committee talks about those things, and if they decide to do something, it would be for a good reason. I know I know Roger Goodell uh, gets involved in all those things as much as he can, and whatever whatever they decide to do now would be, you know, you just you just abide by it and just say, hey, it's what's best.
2: Yeah, you know, kind of. The NFLPA doesn't want to change anything because I guess defensive players say hey, we got to be able to tackle something, you know, but it. The, the Florida State kid, Bob, same thing. You know, the quarterback from Florida State, yeah. that just ruined their season too. So if there was, you know, to get rid of the hip drop thing, I, I mean, they'll study it and look at look at everything in the offseason and hear from defensive coaches, offensive coaches, and get their opinions because I think that's what – because right now we're just reacting because it happened to the Ravens, you know, right in sure. front of our eyes. And
3: usually it's a star player. You're right. I mean, now Mahomes' hip drop in the playoffs last year against Jacksonville, you know, almost knocked him out and changed football history there. But, you know, go back famously or infamously, whatever your per- perspective is, when, when Bernard Pollard, when he played for KC, took Brady out at the knees yeah. and that play was out.
2: Yeah. So I can see something. Well, the competition committee, in the they'll be talking about it. it will It'll come up.
3: Jordan Travis is the Florida State quarterback. We'll talk more about him with Jerry Palm at the bottom of the hour. We have time for a phone call there, Nolan. You make the call. Let's go out to the phones. 410-583-1057. Turn it up Tuesday. Feeble 5 coming up next. And then Jerry Palm from CBS com. Let's go to Baltimore. It's Jacob. Jacob, thanks for holding. Welcome to the fan.
5: Hi, how's it going? Good. Um, I'm watching last night's game. Um... It really hit me that the Ravens are at such an advantage in this um, in, in the AFC. If you look at all the teams, there's no one besides the Ravens who have a complete team. You have the the Chiefs. who last night the receivers can't catch a darn ball. Um, you have the the Dolphins, who okay their
6: their defense is not. I mean they have some star players, but they're as a whole they're not great. They're
2: getting better though defensively.
5: Yeah, I, I, yeah. But you look at the Ravens. They have a complete defense. And when their offense gets hot, they can they can you know beat like um beat down teams. So I think when it comes to playoffs, they're definitely at a, at an advantage. Do you guys agree? It well
2: you know it, it well, all thanks, depends if if they're playing their best and Kansas City's playing their best. I think the Ravens win that. And so to your point, I, I could I could see that the Ravens wouldn't be afraid of anybody. It would not shock me if the Ravens went to the Super Bowl, and it wouldn't shock me if they lost in the first round of the playoffs.
3: Yeah, that kind of goes with everybody, yeah.
2: too. Yeah, there's not a dominant team.
3: A lot of parity, turnovers here, injuries there. But, I mean, if we talk about complete teams, yeah. you know, the Ravens really complete. You're minus, you all pro tight end. Talked about the special teams having its issues. I don't know if complete fair, but maybe the most balanced team would be maybe more appropriate.
2: I would say probably, um, San Fran in, in the whole league, San right. Fran would probably be the most balanced, even you know? though they
3: lost their safety to yep. a torn
2: ACL. Yep,
3: damn injuries. It's Vinny and Haney 1057 The Fan. We talk about Ravens, we talk about San Francisco,
2: we're talking dirty dozen level teams. When we come back, Bob, one quick thing, yeah, go ahead. What, what do you think, like? Steve Bisciotti, was it niece dates uh, Herbert, the quarterback Taylor, Taylor Bishotti. Bishotti.
3: She dates Herbert. Mm, well, I guess she gets uh, free Subway subs. I'm assuming with that one. Any guy, so the guy's got so much cake and he can afford to buy 17 Subway
2: family. Family, uh... yeah, I'm, I, I'm not getting involved in any family <laughs>
3: drama. I got my own. When we come back, it's the Feeble Five. We're the five worst teams in the National Football League, and then Jerry Palm will talk college football with him. The Travis injury changes Florida State's dynamic, because the playoff rankings come out today. They're number four. Do they get paid for something that really... Or they get punished for something that's really not...
4: Call
0: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
7: How in the world? Pitty
2: and Haiti Steve 05. It has been a nightmare for this team. The handful of teams we wish the Ravens were playing. You suck! 1057, the fan.
4: Pitty
3: and 1057, the fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday, cranking it up to 12 earlier in the show and he gave you the Dirty Dozen. That's the 12 best teams in the National Football League through 11 weeks of NFL fun, which concluded last night, week 11, with Philadelphia winning at Kansas City. Now we get to the opposite end of the spectrum. The five worst teams. So many candidates to choose from, but you can only pick five. The feeble five.
2: All right, Bob. Last week, number one, Carolina. Two, New England. Three, Giants. Four, Arizona. Five, Chicago. So, Coming in at number five, three and 3-7, Tennessee. You suck. They lost at Jacksonville 34-14. They're hosting Carolina. The Titans have allowed 20 or more points in eight of their last nine games.
3: That old Levis has cooled off since that hot start, hasn't yep. he? Yep.
2: Coming in at four, three and 3-8, Chicago. You suck. They played, they played a good game. Three and seven eighths quarters. Yeah.
3: They were winning for, what, 54, 56 minutes.
2: Yeah. They lost 31-26 to Detroit. They're at Minnesota on Monday night. Justin Fields, last four games, nine touchdowns, quarterback rating of 116.9. Coming in at number three. Two and eight, Arizona. You suck. Lost at Houston 21-16. They host the Rams. The Cardinals have lost 20 of their last 24 games, allowing 30 or more points in 10 of those games.
3: That's some suckage right there. Hoofta. Man, Haircuts probably laughing. Yeah. Somewhere. Where's he now? USC. Yeah, I guess he's he not laughing. laughing so much no. right now.
2: <laughs> Coming in at 2. 2 and 8 New England. You suck. Oh, they run by. They're at the Giants who are Probably number six. Oh boy. Matthew Judon suffered a season-ending injury in week four. Seven weeks later, he still leads the Patriots in sacks with four. Yeah,
3: and Belichick was non-committal on who his starting quarterback's gonna be this week, too.
2: You know what that says, Bob? They don't have one. Oh man. Coming in at number one, it's no surprise. One and nine Carolina. You suck! They lost to Dallas 33 10 They're at Tennessee. The Panthers. Currently hold the number one pick in the 24 draft. However, they traded the pick to the Bears.
3: And they traded uh, D.J. Moore, if I'm not mistaken, as part of that
2: trade. Too. Well, can you imagine, Bob, I mean, let, let's Chicago right now, I mean, they they could get the second pick. I mean, they could have one, two, or one, four, something like that. Bob, can you imagine, let's say Fields finishes strong. Let, let's look positive. Fields finishes strong. They trade back from number one because it's going to be a coveted pick to three, mm-hmm. and they get Marvin Harrison Jr. with DJ Moore and Komet. That's a pretty good group there, and then and then you still got another top pick that you're going to get.
3: some defensive assistance, defensive
2: pass rush or whatever, you know, something like that. Oh my, you know, then all of a sudden, yeah. And if you have a, a new co- uh, for a new coach, that would be like if Jim Harbaugh came there, that would be he would. Uh, can you imagine him taking an Ohio State wide receiver?
3: Yeah, because uh, Matt Eberflus could be on the outs there in Chicago. And then we were talking about it yesterday that uh, well, Frank Wright might be one and done.
2: Yeah. With, well, he uh, might be happy about that. Carolina.
3: Video at Haiti 105. So the fan, your week of games, or your slate, I should say, for week 12, starts with three on Thursday. A little Thanksgiving extravaganza. Green Bay at Detroit. Lions, seven and a half point favorites there. Commanders at Dallas Cowboys minus 10.5. And then uh, Thursday night in Seattle, it's the 49ers against the Seahawks. San Francisco, 6.5 point favorites. Friday, it's Black Friday game. Mm-hmm. Three o'clock in New York or Meadowlands in New Jersey. Dolphins, 9.5 point favorites over the Jets. It is Tim Boyle as the starting quarterback. Trevor Simeon will be uh, number two. Zach Wilson's going to be QB three for this one. How the mighty have fallen.
2: And the other, the thing about it is, Bob, they their offensive line sucks for the
4: Jets.
3: Yeah, it could be a long night or, well, late afternoon for them. Ravens four and a half point favorites over the Chargers. that Sunday night. New Orleans at Atlanta. Saints minus one. Pittsburgh with a new OC at Cincy with a new quarterback. Steelers minus one there. Carolina at Tennessee, as Vinny said, Tennessee minus three and a half. Tampa's at the Colts. Colts minus two and a half. New England at the Giants. New England's three-point favorites. Really? Old Danny DeVito dealing like he was last week.
2: got some confidence now.
3: Come on, Barkley having a big day. Jacksonville's at Houston. This is a big game in the AFC South. Jacksonville minus one. Cleveland at Denver. Broncos minus two and a half. Rams at the Cardinals. Oh, wow. Rams are a half a point favorite. Ooh. I haven't seen that one in a long time. 0.5. Anyway, it is what it is. Chiefs at the Raiders, Kansas City minus 9.5. Bills at Philly. Philadelphia minus 3.5. Mm. You ready to rise to the occasion? Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills there and the Bears Vikings Monday Night Football as Vinny pointed out. Minnesota minus 3.5 in that ball game. Hmm.
2: I'll tell you what, that Indy game, Bob, it's a big game for Indy. If they can They get to six and five. They're right. They're right in the hunt.
3: Mike Schilt, new manager of the San Diego Padres. I guess he edges Ryan Flaherty out for that job, former manager of the Cardinals, replacing Bob Melvin, who left to go to the Giants. If we can keep that uh, merry-go-round of managers up to date. When we come back, Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com. talks some college football with him. Stay tuned for that. Then a funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw around 145. Inside access coming up at 2. And then Maryland hoops tonight. Terps host UMBC. UMBC's won three in a row. Maryland has lost three in a row. Everyone uglier than the net.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours
2: 105.7, the voice of the fan.
3: Vinny and Haiti, 105.7, the fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Got it going to 12. That's how loud it gets here, so that's what we're cranking it to. Living color, going back to the early 90s. Anything you want to hear loud, we got one more segment to go. Send your request, PlotSport, text line. Nolan McGraw's over there waiting for you. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serato. Got uh, rivalry week coming up, college football, and then bowl selections, Heisman voting, all the good stuff that goes along with the end of a college football season. Here to talk about that and more from CBSports.com. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome back to the show Jerry Palm. Jerry, good afternoon. What's happening? Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. Appreciate your time here on this Thanksgiving Tuesday. By the way, happy Thanksgiving to you, And the family, Uh, the injury to Jordan, Travis, Florida state right now, ranked number four. And I was trying to think and nothing was happening, of course, but I remember Kenya Martin, for instance, going down for Cincinnati way back when, when they were the number one team in the country, but he was going to miss the tournament. They dropped to a two seed. I think didn't even make it out of the first weekend that year. Could we possibly see that sort of thing happen with Florida state minus their stud quarterback?
5: Maybe. Um, you know, but uh, the difference is that you know that's a that was back then sixty-four team tournament, right? You know, and Cincinnati was going to be in the tournament no matter what. Well, this is a fourteen tournament, so you know it's there's not a large margin for error in terms of making this tournament. And well, you know, Florida State may have to be undefeated to get in, which means they have to beat Florida and that they have to beat Louisville in the ACC championship game. Uh, and if they don't, there's a really good chance they're not going to make this uh, four-team tournament. So they're going to have to be able to play with Tate Rodemaker as backup. Uh, he did pretty well against North Alabama for what that's worth, but he led them to 58 points that are come from behind win. So, you know, it's, if you're going to have to play your backup quarterback, it's good to have that game to sort of get, you know, ease into the job. Uh but now it gets a lot harder uh Florida will be you know loaded for bear uh louisville's a really good team, so you know Florida state's got their work cut out for them but if they 're undefeated, they will be in the college football playoff if they're not undefeated they're they almost certainly will not.
3: Now, Jerry, this game coming up Saturday in Piscataway does not resonate with the playoff scenario, but it's Maryland, it's Rutgers, both teams six and five. Both are bowl eligible. As your bowl projections go, we'll start to keep it positive here locally on a Thanksgiving Tuesday. Maryland wins. Where are they going bowling here?
5: I've got them in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, which is in Arizona. Um, so that's a nice holiday destination. Um and uh, and it, that could be their location win or lose. Um, it's When it gets down to, you know, once you get outside the playoffs and the New Year's Six games, which are based on merit, not a lot is based on merit after that. It's a lot of, uh, especially in the Big Ten, what games have you been to recently? Uh, they have pretty strict rules about no repeats and things like that. And so sometimes just teams get moved around uh, because like Minnesota, it seems like it's been in every bowl in the last two years, which doesn't seem possible. But yet, uh, Minnesota's a real problem trying to place in a bowl. Uh, Wisconsin is a problem trying to place in a bowl. They actually have been the last Big Ten team to appear in two different games, the Guaranteed Rate Bowl and the Las Vegas Bowl, uh, because they only play in that one every other year. So there's a lot that goes into Big Ten bowl selection. Very little of it has to do with merit.
2: Uh, Jerry, the loser of Ohio State-Michigan,
5: will they get in? Not to the playoff. No, I think it's going to be a really difficult year for a team to make the college football playoff uh, if they have one loss but did not win their league Uh, because there are so many teams at the top of the standings. The nine of the top ten are still sitting on no losses or one loss. And it's it's not going to be like last year where there were so few teams that Ohio State could lose and still get in. This year I think you're going to see four conference champions and you might see in fact you're guaranteed to see one of the major conference champions left out. That team may be, very well be sitting on a loss, 12 and 1 not get in. Wow, that would be that would be pretty something. What about Texas? Well, that's another potential one-loss champion. Um if they win out, Texas Tech I think this week. Right. Um Uh, whatever name they pull out of the hat to play them uh, in the championship game, the tie-breaking scenarios, I guess, are insane. There are 126 still potential tie scenarios for the Big 12, uh, including as many as six teams tied per second. Um, But so Texas is going to play somebody. If they're 12-1, and the thing about Texas is they have – the best win anybody has all year. And that will still be true on selection day. And that is the win at Alabama, a 10 point win on the road against a team that's going to be highly ranked win or lose against Georgia. So um, that is a big uh, feather in their cap as they go forward and try and make the college football playoff. But if there are four undefeated teams, they're not one of them. They're not going to make it. Hey,
2: Jerry, who do you think uh, Texas A&M wants to hire?
5: Gosh, Nick Saban. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's a realistic choice, but you know, I, I, I don't know. The last name, the only name I've heard is the coach at Texas, San Antonio, Um, which they're not going to pay, you know, what they were paying Jimbo Fisher. I mean, Jimbo Fisher had won a national championship, so you can kind of understand it. Jerry, you know what somebody told me?
2: Somebody told me that's kind of connected. Um,
5: the Clemson coach. Oh, Dabo. Dabo. Well, yeah. I mean, if they throw that kind of money at him, Dabo will go. I mean, that's a ton of money. <laughs> it's just a lot of money. But I don't think they can afford to pay that much again because, you know, everybody runs out of money sometimes. They're they're paying a hundred and fifty million dollars to make this coaching staff go away. That that's how much they have to pay people not to coach.
2: They'll co- they'll and, raise gas gas prices another dollar or
5: something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But, yeah, you know, the, uh, the, SEC, can, the SEC teams can afford a guy like Dabo. Um, we'll see because they've kind of – Clemson has kind of come back a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and he's a, a guy that has been really resistant to use the transfer portal. Right. And I don't know how you're going to build a program up these days anymore without at least some um, some use of the transfer portal. It's It's hard to compete – just getting kids out of high school and building them up because the problem is you have guys leaving, but you don't have guys to replace them at the same pace if you're if you're not willing to dip into the transfer portal to fill some gaps.
3: Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com, video at 80, seven of the Fed. Jerry, last thing for you, as we got the regular season finale, then conference championships, if your team is eligible for that sort of thing. How's your Heisman ballot looking right now? What needs to change? Bo Nix has to be the favorite. With all due respect to the LSU quarterback, full disclosure, I am a voter. What needs to happen for Bo Nix to not win the Heisman Trophy this year?
5: Well, if they lose to Washington, I don't
3: well, kind of
5: hurt them. <laughs> and then Penix will help his cause. Um, yeah, Pen- Penix is pretty good candidate as well. Um, I, I am apparently the only American that does not have a Heisman ballot. Um, I don't either, so, Um But uh, if I had one, I'd probably have Jaden Daniels first and Bo Nick second, probably Michael Penix third. Um, but yeah, I. Those guys are all good. I mean, they're good. the court, a quarterback is going to win the Heisman this year again, and it's going to be a guy who's had a fantastic season and two or three other guys who had fantastic seasons are not going to win it. It's just too many of them. What if Marvin Harrison goes off against uh, Michigan here? Well, you know, he could. I mean, he's, he might be the first player picked in the draft, uh, depending on who's getting that pick. If they've already got a quarterback, uh, somebody like the Bears, if they believe in Justin Fields, um, and they give him one of his old guys, you know, that might be, you know, he might end up being the number one pick in the draft.
3: Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com. Jerry, always great to talk to you. Happy Thanksgiving again to you and the family. And we'll catch up with you soon. We'll talk some more college football, start ramping up this college hoops talk as well, because Maryland's having a hard time putting the ball in the basket. I'm oh not James May- uh, Naismith, but that seems to be an issue for them right
5: now. It, yeah, it is a problem. Definitely. <laughs> All, <right.
3: laughs> All right, thanks, Jerry.
2: Have a happy Thanksgiving, right,
3: thank Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Palm, everybody. It's Vidy at 80, 7, The Fan. We'll be back. Uh, they can find out trips.
2: One day trade. Three cents a share. That's three dollars. you cheap. And one plays scratch
6: offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If
7: they still work here, you can bet they're in
2: Lubin. The Vinny and Haiti on 1057 The Fan.
3: Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Cranking it up to 12. Play a song. Or pick a song we'll play for you loud
6: we got here no trying to figure out a little bit different here this is uh the kinks wicked annabella the kinks
3: familiar with them for sure this must be a deep cut we don't get them often Ray davies and the boys they were part of that british invasion they got a lot of uh familiar tunes but it's the kinks so whoever chose this one good job thinking outside the box tomorrow it's woman crush wednesday it's our last show before the Thanksgiving holidays when we break it breaking down the Ravens and Chargers, big time, a couple of players going to meet with the media later on this afternoon. Hear more from John Harbaugh as well as the Ravens look to go to nine and three with Kansas city losing last night to the Philadelphia Eagles. As we sit on November the 21st, the Ravens are the number one seed in the AFC, but obviously everybody, this is all subject to change by uh, Now, Canada fired in Pittsburgh as the OC. So, Pittsburgh fans finally got what they wanted as it's been an offensive struggle. They've been outgained in every one of their 10 games, and they've managed to still win six of them. So, as he's out the door... Mike Schultz, the new manager of the Padres in Major League Baseball. Terps tonight taking on UNBC. Can hear that game. Seven o'clock tip off. You got inside access. Taking over here at two. But right now, Nolan, because we had to blow you off a couple hours ago. Sorry about that. Let's get to your fun house.
1: Quick draws, fun
7: house. The
2: rudeness, tuneness text reader.
7: Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812.
0: I like that quick straw.
2: 1057 The Fan.
6: Start with this one here on the Terps. Texter says, Bob, if Maryland... Doesn't find some scoring quickly. I think they could be in serious trouble tonight. I know it's UMBC, but this is a pretty good retriever team this year. Yeah,
3: they shoot 40% from three, so they're going to be firing it up. And if they get hot, you know, upset to become commonplace in the NCAA tournament and during the regular season. Michigan State lost their opener. Nothing surprises anymore. And with Maryland's offensive struggles, that could be an issue for sure. It would behoove, and I'm stating the obvious, Maryland to get out to a fast start here
6: tonight. Uh, this one here on the Steelers, Texter says, imagine if they actually fired Matt Canada during the offseason, went through a full camp with a new coach. They might actually be a somewhat of a threat with, even with an incomplete roster, now too little, too late?
2: I would agree with that, Norm. Um, I think, you know, because Pittsburgh's offensive line is getting better, and they've got some quality receivers. they got a good tight end, Firemuth, who's coming back, and the Warren is running the ball better. So, I mean, they should be able to move the ball. If Pickett, if Pickett is who they think he is, they should have a much better offense
6: been talking about Mark Andrews the chances of him coming back this season because John Harbaugh did leave the door open for that yesterday Uh, Chris texting in here he said that he had a similar injury dislocated ankle fractured fibula uh, seven weeks before he could even take the cast off when it happened to him as I would assume Andrews professional athlete going to be out for at least that much time as well definitely beyond a long shot to return
2: yeah uh I I would agree. I would agree with, with that. I, I think he's gonna be non weight bearing for probably, you know, a few weeks. And yeah, two and a half months before the Super Bowl, basically. So
3: ten I'm weeks. Assuming the Ravens are gonna get there,
7: by the way.
2: Right. Well he could play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you know, if if he's healthy, you know, somebody some guys are playing damn good if they're yeah. getting to the Super Bowl.
6: Uh, This one here in response to Vinny's Dirty Dozen. Texter wants to know how you could put Detroit ahead of the Ravens uh, after the Ravens just crushed them a few weeks ago. That's what have you done for me lately,
2: you know? That's, uh, you know, just, well,
6: then I should have India ahead
2: of the Ravens too, right?
6: Hmm. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) I did see Pete Prisco, his rankings, he had like the Ravens at seven or eight. Really? Dallas was ahead of them. It was very strange. Now we're talking crazy. Cleveland here. was ahead of them, too. As, like that was, as, the, as Q would say, uh, we're getting reckless here. With talk is yeah. reckless. Point blank period. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How about one more here? It's a week to week league, yes. Norm. We love our cliches. Uh, this texture here talking about the Chiefs' lack of wide receiver. Offensive struggles, really. It says, uh, everyone wants to talk about the missing piece wide receiver in that offense, but... What about Eric Bieniemy leaving for Washington? Could that have had a bigger impact than we think?
2: No. I don't, I don't, I don't, He he's not, uh, is, does he catch footballs? <laughs> Last I checked, no. Right. They lead the league in drops. That's the biggest problem they have. Bieniemy didn't even call the plays.
3: Yeah, most drops through 10 games and six years since 2017. Five last night, including one that could have won the game, Valdez-Scantlin. But now you move on to the next. It's video at 801057, The Fan, and we'll move on to our next show. That's tomorrow at 10. Woman Crush Wednesday. Full-on prep for the Ravens Chargers. We'll look back at Maryland's game against UMBC tonight. Somebody from the state of Maryland is winning a basketball game down at the Xfinity Center and other news that happens over the course of the next 24 hours or so. We'll get into that as well. Inside Access, coming. Up next, barrel and hoops coming up later on in the evening. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haddy. Stay safe, stay healthy. It looks kind of treacherous out on the roads. We'll talk to you in the morning. For now, everybody, class dismissed.
0: Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.